So, welcome everyone to episode 25 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. That's not right at all. I know, I was just hoping that I would throw you for some sort of a loop. <laughs> it's a good thing we just <laughs> talked about it literally five seconds before you started recording. Right, but that's why I was hoping that it would throw you for some sort of a loop, you know, just like randomly, purposely say the wrong number to see what happened. I, was, I didn't magically become an idiot overnight now that it's 2018. I was thoroughly let down. I was. <laughs> so getting on with episode 23 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's 24. See what I did there? I did the one before and the one after, or the one after and the one before, or this way or that way, or Happy New Year's, guys. How are you doing? I've had better days, but uh, <laughs> it was about a good week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how have your first, uh, what are we, 16 hours into the day, 17 for Val? How was your first 16 hours of 2018? So it was going fantastically until about eh, 12 hours ago when uh, the 2018 curse that Val put on me struck for the first <laughs> time. Uh <laughs> And my car hit a chunk of ice that fell off of the car in front of me and went from 34 pounds of pressure in the tire to 23 in about 60 seconds. And I was like, well, I need to get off the road and get somewhere where I can change a tire. So mercifully, it was a balmy one degree here in Madison, so it wasn't so bad being outside. We also went uh, positive in the Fahrenheit temps today, so that was, uh, yay. <laughs> I believe it was the third coldest uh, New Year's on record in Madison today. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so 2018 has been uh, a real good stick in the eye to start, but I'm excited for the show tonight. <laughs> Get a chance to uh, forget about how cold I was. So, we never got clarification what is omh ah oh, uh, oh no it o- is a yeah. old man hoover that's my father oh we, we <laughs> okay that makes way more sense so that's way way better than a company that you pay to help you fix tires because i call like a the company service. and they're like well we'll be there in like two and a half hours but literally every car in the area is breaking down today and i'm like it's true i've seen it as i was driving there were cars just littered along the side of the road uh Hmm. so i called up my dad and said hey it's gonna be like two and a half hours before they come and he's like fuck that call him up and cancel i'll be out there in an hour so he put all of his stuff in his truck and drove the hour and 15 minutes to my place uh or not to my place to where i was stranded in a an arby's parking lot and uh and the amount of time it took my mom to put her snow pants on because it was cold outside, he had already changed the tire. He's like, you just work the jack. Don't let it fall on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he brought, you know, he had a mnemonic uh, <laughs> lug wrench and just off on, good to go. And my mom's like, oh, are we leaving already? And he's like, yep. She's like, "Nice." oh, all right. <laughs> Dude, so. having a real jack to change your tire is... So oh my God. nice so compared nice. to like whatever comes in any sort of trunk of a car. Like uh, I'm, I'm all about that. I was powerfully lazy. I just pushed down with the left hand a couple of times and it was like, oh, we're off the ground already. Great. That was a yep. lot of work. <laughs> 
We should probably introduce our guest here tonight. We've got uh, Valeru joining us for the fourth time now. Is he the first four-time guest? Say three or four. I think it's four, and I think he was also the first three-time guest. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what the nice part is when you have no friends and you're forced to like say yes to us when we come asking. For the, uh, <laughs> oh, he just hey, said man. that you had no friends? <laughs> I went out of my way to get here for you guys, and you tell me I have no friends. <laughs> Could have been partying, drinking, Playing Call around. of Duty. <laughs> Dude, I haven't even touched my Xbox at all, really. I only played like a couple days of Halo. I only played through all five Halos, Halo campaigns beginning to end. That's like four days, really. It took us four days to do all of them. On Legendary. And nice. Halo 2 was the only one that gave us trouble because every time you die, you reset the checkpoint. The only Halo game where that happens. <laughs> so that was an arduous one, but after that it was easy peasy. Just yell out Bungo please over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. How was your New Year's, Val? Wasn't bad, man. Just worked on the car a little bit more. Got it back yesterday, so was just admiring it a little more. What, got it. what did you do to your car? I got it fully ceramic coated, so got nano coating on the exterior, the interior, the wheels, basically everywhere you could think of. Wow! So they had to do a deep cleaning, so polish, like you know, car wash, detail, uh, polish, buff wax, all that stuff, paint correction, and then the nano coating on top. So there's no spider swirls or anything like that it just looks like a deep black color um so i'm guessing that they what do they they probably strip everything off they probably do the paint correction strip everything off and then do the coating and then buff it and wax it no the coating is last so they wash the car first to make so they can see all the imperfections Mm -hmm. and then wherever they're you know like i bought a used car right so 2015 so obviously like rocks and stuff on the highways hit it so wherever he could correct the paint and level it off, he did that with like a, I think he compounded it basically. And then he buffed it, he waxed it, or whatever, whatever the order is. And then he used a clay bar to take out any of like the imperfections further. So like any iron or any remnants that there are. Then he used some chemicals to do it as well. And then he washes it again and then polishes it and then puts the nano coating on top. So nano coating isn't a permanent thing, but it's a last longer than wax type of thing. Oh yeah, this is supposed to last okay. six years. And oh, dude, that's insane. Think about like a tempered glass for your phone, mm-hmm. and add two layers of that to your car. So it preserves the gloss, protects against the sun. The main thing I got it for was acidity. So like, if birds shit on your car, you just have yeah. to take a napkin to it and wipe it off, and then just yeah. comes straight off. It doesn't stick or anything like that. And it's like aquaphobic, so or hydrophobic, so which is really nice. So I can't write all kinds of horrible things in shaving cream on it over and leave it overnight. You could; it'll just be on the ground in the morning. <laughs> oh, that ruins my whole plan for this summer. All right, new vacation idea. <laughs> Good luck. That's awesome, man. Six years you gotta wait to trash my car. You could just drive up here in the winter. I'm pretty sure your car will be dead in a few days. Hey, man, it. It fared pretty well in the snow down here. And I took it for a nice little spin two weeks ago. Although I wasn't a fan was of like, how much ice was, or snow was in my tire, though. It was like that 28 was, degrees during your snowstorm, too. It wasn't like it was... 
negative 19 like it was when we woke up this morning. See, I'm not crazy, man. I'm going to stay here where it's like 30. I'm still relatively cold, but not like where it's like negative 6. Yeah. Like I was watching the New Year's Eve ball drop yesterday, and people were standing there since 8 in the morning. That's probably like negative 15 up oh, there. Oh, dude, that's so not worth it. I don't think so, but no. people that came in, like, they were interviewing, you know, like, the interviews, like, the best part of the whole thing, because they're so, like, shit they say is just so cringeworthy, but people that came in from, like, Australia, some other people came from, like, New Zealand, where, like, you know, it was, like, 100 degrees down there into, like, negative 15 degree weather, and they're like, oh, yeah, we just wanted to change the climate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. That's really funny. I don't know, man. It's... It was uh, yesterday, it was negative double digits, but it wasn't bad unless the wind hit you, you know, and I'd, I'd like take the dogs out and uh, one of my dogs is handicapped, so I like wait for him when it's really cold, you know, so he doesn't have to deal with steps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was fine out there in like a t-shirt just waiting for him, but man, if that wind hit you, it was a totally different story. <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah. Um- I guess you guys are used to it up there, but, like, here, if it drops below, like, 40, I get a little chilly. Like, I, like, my ideal temperature would be, like, 60 degrees. Like, yeah, sun I, shining, no, like, wind is okay, but, like, not too heavy. I think perfect. that's a pretty good ideal temperature. I'm not yep. living in Wisconsin for the temperatures of this week. That's not the ideal situation. No, fall, dude. Fall is where it's at, man. Spring's also pretty good. Yeah, if it's not raining, it's pretty pretty bombastic. Right. Well, when the sun, like when we when we start getting sun that actually warms you, you know, not just sun that is in the <laughs> sky but doesn't do anything. <laughs> the stuff that barely gets above halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, actually, when we we came back early from St. Louis, so we got back Saturday, and uh, I was unpacking the car, and it was dark. I don't even remember what time of night it was, but it was dark. And, uh, I had to, at first I was just going back and forth, like I just threw on my sandals and I was just going just out of the garage, grabbing stuff out of the car and going back in the house. And because my sandals had been sitting in the garage, my feet started getting numb because it was so cold out. And I was like, okay, I guess I got to put on shoes that have been inside the house. And then <laughs> as I started like getting towards like the last, you know, 10% of the stuff in the car, man, my fingers start getting cold. And I'm like, wow, dude, I can't believe that my hands are cold. And I'm literally just making like 15 second trips out to the car and running back inside and dropping stuff. And it was, it was kind of eye opening. Like I wasn't expecting that, you know, I, know. I had to do a couple of rescue missions to the backyard. Uh, my dog is, uh, got enough undercoat that he can just lay down and like lift his paws off the ground to let him thaw for a second and then continue on but i've been <laughs> watching my sister's dog and he's a little tiny beagle with like no undercoat on his stomach so i definitely had to throw the the flip-flops on and go sprinting outside to forklift him and carry him in like a football <laughs> he got stuck out there today <laughs> oh, just awesome, had to man. poop a little too long and then his feet stopped working yeah no, my 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 handicapped dog did that too in the backyard. He like he, he fell down on his stomach like once or twice just because I think his paws got so cold and he didn't know which ones to lift, and it just went down. And I'm just like, all right, dude, are you done? I'll carry you back inside. Like <laughs> that's what I'm here for, here to help. So, what'd you do uh, for your New Year's last night, Fluffy? Uh nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
I chilled at home with the wife. Um, had had some beer, just one or two though. Didn't nothing too crazy. Just hung out and watched TV. Man, we we had such a like drama filled like crazy shit show of a week in St. Louis that we like the last two days all we wanted to do was not see people and just relax in the house like it was just (laughs) it was just every single day was just absolute chaos and madness and um it was it was a pretty stressful trip so when we got we came home earlier than expected and when we got home we're just like we just want to chill like no plans no doing anything with anyone just chill and enjoy relaxing so that's what we did and it was wonderful very nice yeah i uh i found out my daughter was allergic to cats this week um (laughs) we were seems like a thing that uh is nice to know yeah we were uh we were we were staying at kazi's house which we have done this is the weird part we have stayed at his house probably like I don't know, between five and 10 times over the past few years. Like he's lived in two different houses and we've stayed in both of those houses. And if we have the dogs with us, we stay at his place because he has dogs and cats and we can bring our dogs and the animals can hang out and we can just chill at his house and it makes it really easy because some of the other family doesn't, they don't have like dog friendly houses or whatever. And so my daughter loves his cat and his cat's super chill. It's it's actually it is the cat behind the whole hot box cat jokes like that is the cat so so we're chilling one night and this is like this this is christmas day so we had been there we've been there like i think we got in saturday and that was christmas eve right and then sunday was christmas no or was monday christmas i don't remember Monday was Christmas. Monday was Christmas. So we got there Saturday night, and then we did Christmas Eve stuff Sunday. So this is Monday. So it had been like almost almost two days. And um, we're watching a movie, and, and the cat was down on one of the dog beds. So my daughter's like hanging out with the cat and petting it. And her eyes had like started to get a little bit red and puffy, we noticed, um, that she was having some sort of reaction to something, and we were kind of keeping an eye on her. And she turns around. She's like, oh, the cat's licking my face. And we're like, no, honey, don't don't let the cat lick your face. Like, it might feel funny, but, you know, don't don't let cats lick you in the face. And <laughs> Solid she's advice. Sitting there, yeah, she's sitting there <laughs> petting the cat a little bit longer. And then she turns around and says something to me. And she just looked different. And I, like, pause the movie. I'm like, hey, turn around again. And she turns around again, and the whole side of her face is swollen, dude. And, like, her eye is, like, almost to where she can't open it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Shut me, Mick. Yeah, so, like, we grab her, and we run her upstairs, and we're, like, washing her face off, you know, with, like, uh, water and a washcloth. And I I had contact solution, so I'm, like, holding her eyeball open and rinsing out her eyeball. And luckily, there's a lot of, like, doctors and stuff in Debbie's family. So they, they, you know, they told us how much um, Benadryl to give her. And then we ran her over to an aunt's house, um, you know, and changed her clothes and bathed her and all that. Just so she could get all the cat stuff off of her, but also go stay at a house that didn't have a cat there. And so the rest of the week, the wife and the kids were at a different location than I was. And my cousin was on his honeymoon, so I had to watch his dogs and my dogs. So it's not like I could go with him, 
but I had to actually be in this house. So all of my nights and mornings were spent at his house alone with dogs and cats, watching them and taking <laughs> care of them. And the rest of my family was in a different part of St. Louis. So, um, so you was, lived my life on nights and after, nights and mornings. Yeah, it was interesting, man. And I, you can like, say pathetic. I uh, no, no, it wasn't that. Kidding. I think no, because I, I don't mind like sleeping in. I have nothing against dogs. You know, I got to watch movies and drink beer and play video games, and and it wasn't like that part of it was bad. But having to drive all over town and like coordinate what I was doing when and you know the they can dogs can only be left alone for so long, so it's not like I could just wake up and leave them all day. You know what I mean? Like, I did. I had to like manage time, and it was it was a it was an interesting wrench in everything else that was going on as well. So, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, and so I'm slightly allergic to cats, too, so I don't normally have to take, like, allergy meds or anything, and I was popping allergy meds the whole time I was there, too, so it was, uh, <laughs> it made it interesting, man. Mixing beer and allergy meds would explain the, uh, the Dad Tales podcast endeavor. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so, Val, one of the nights, um... Oh, one of the one of the dudes from Derp Fam who lives in St. Louis came over. Absolute Zero came over, and uh, we were, we hung out and we were drinking beers. So that was cool, right? Like someone from, I know from gaming came over and we were drinking beers, and he left, and I had a good buzz. You know, I was like four four beers into the night or so, maybe more. And I turn on Twitch and they Dad Tales had just started recording and they were live on Twitch, and I'm like, oh cool, hang out in Twitch. And uh, I ended up jumping on like the last half of the show. <laughs> there was pretty healthily, <laughs> pretty healthy buzz going at that point. <laughs> Sounds like a fun time, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. A man who brings his uh, laptop and microphone on vacation with him, even with no plans to record. Well, the mic is for PC gaming, so like I can bring, I can bring my Astros stuff, but it's easier to just bring the Yeti and. Put the Yeti on the table, and then I sound better, too. I like it. Yep. So did you get any uh, destiny in, then, while you were playing, or were you playing other games? I did play Destiny, but how about we talk about your Destiny stuff, since I've been talking for, like, three hours already on the intro <laughs> to the <this> show. <laughs> you, you need to go grab a beer? No, your, I, I have a bunch of them right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I played, like, more this past week than any time since launch, probably. Uh, the dawning has been a lot of fun. You get those stupid, uh, daily quests that require you to go places and collect things, which I normally hate. (laughs) Uh, well, I did switch off my Titan and went to my, my Hunter so I could use Keen Scout because that made life a lot easier. Um, so the stuff you even get for turning these rewards in is garbage. Like, yeah. It was yeah. solely the fact that there was a grind to have. I was like, oh, reset time's at 11. I'm going to log in and see what I got, and then play a couple hours. And I broke down literally everything I got from all of those things. and broke down the ghosts, the ships, the shaders. Couldn't care less about any of it. Uh, and then log back in the next day to play again. So I have come to the conclusion that my whole motivation 
in life is to just just check stuff off of lists. Is to grind. <laughs> give, give me a list so I can check stuff off, and I'm gonna do it. I don't even care what's at the end of it. Did you did you do the the exploit at all for the um? Oh yeah, yeah. For the items for the blue uh, yeah. planetary mats. Yeah, yeah. Because I was getting one every like. So I didn't have any of the blue ones from Earth. So I had to go around and collect the blue ones from Earth to get one at least. Mm-hmm. I want to say I picked up about 15 of them before I got one. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm not picking up another 30 more. <laughs> I'm going back to the tower, putting it in the vault, and then taking it out and having it count. Yeah. Um, I did Titan legitimate, and I swear it took me over an hour to run that circle. And Titan's, Titan's easy, man. It's like... Right. It's and like, I have I the would, ghost that, like, yeah, not even Keen Scout, but, like, the ghost that actually puts it on the map if you hit select, uh, still don't get that often. No. Nope. No, so, the thing that was the most awful for me was uh, I had to kill 15 servitors, and I could not think of a place that constantly spawned a servitor. So Dude. I went looking for the ether resupply uh, public events. And yeah, I was, I was going to say, does that public event uh, that happens by the... The outskirts or by the firebase? By the cabal ship, yeah. Yeah, so both of those count. Um, however, I got one, and then I was down to four servitors left, and I drove back and forth between those two bases, and it was... The glimmer resupply one at the firebase, and then it was a glimmer resupply one at the outskirts, and I must have spent like an hour just sitting there. Uh, finally, I, you know, fired up something on my computer and just waited for the next uh, public event to show up, uh, which, I don't know, Seems ridiculous, but it's a thing I would used to do in uh, <laughs> Destiny One all the time while waiting for public events to show up. So, why did you have I to guess... collect these mats? Was it like so, the sword quest or something? No, it's it's so there was. Remember how they did get? Did, uh, I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how they did gifts of the dawn in in D One? Yeah. So it's like that, but instead of just having a box that you can open, you have you get like a. A quest so it gives you a quest and then you have to go collect x materials and kill x enemies and then yep. when you turn it in you get a ghost a ship or a sparrow or a shader um and yeah i did it i did it the first day and i spent over an hour doing it and i was like and I got a ghost, and I was like, nope, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not going to do this. I do now have a material ghost for all of the planets. So yeah, that's nice. I guess I shouldn't say I broke down everything. I left those ghosts there so that I can flip between them should I ever need them. But, uh, but yeah, everything else, straight in the grumper. I, well, I got that. I got the ghost from, I got the exotic ghost that detects all planetary materials and all loot boxes. On every planet. What? That's well, that pretty, seems cool. pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so I have not had to, like, switch to anything else. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't have as much of a drive to do it. Um, well, no, is... I mean, that's not a drive for me, though. The re- Again, the rewards weren't a thing, but I was sitting at home, and it was a way to kill, like, two hours and actually have fun with the game. 
and not yeah. have to think about anything on my own. That's cool. Yeah, I, I get that, man. So it's called it's called the fast lane shell, and it gives my vehicles take less time to summon and reload your weapons while you ride. So all of your sparrows are quick spawn, and then it's generate gunsmith telemetry on any elemental weapon kills. So any element. And then detects all caches and resources within a 30 meter range while on Mercury. Oh, it's only on Mercury. I'm sorry. So you basically have all the perks of most ghosts. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. I did. A, I thought it was caches on everything, but apparently it's only Mercury. But the element elemental killed telemetry thing I like too. Uh, and then I ran a whole bunch of heroic strikes with my brother and our buddy Jeep Recon. Uh, which nice. I don't know. I find them fun. They're a little bit tougher, but not really that tough uh, at all. Um, yeah. But there's not that pressure of the time limit. Like if you fuck up, you're like, oh god, now I have to start over. Or if it's the heroic adventures, it's like, oh well, now I'm not going to get as good rewards or whatever. I guess again, I don't really care about rewards. I'm three thirty three across the board now, and. Uh, you know, have done literally no end game content since I think I've run the raid layer twice. Haven't run the real raid since the DLC came out. Haven't run trials. Still just leveling up. So, like, the rewards don't actually matter. Yeah, but, I'm uh, with you there. I delete 99 drops. That's good, man. Are max level now? 335. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite there yet. But it doesn't matter because highlight level doesn't do anything for you. It really anyways. does literally nothing. <laughs> uh, you just gotta show off, though, that you're the best. Yeah, yeah, the best. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I I've did been... play some Mayhem as well. It was uh, a couple mayhem of nights. Bryce needed to actually knock out his Mayhem thing, so we played five games in a row, uh, which was... The most PvP games in a row I've played since October, I think. <laughs> um. I, you know, I think I got to the point where I I thoroughly enjoyed Mayhem. I think I got to the point where I burnt myself out on it, though. Like, if I'm solo queuing, I've been going into regular quick play. And I played today with a couple people, and I just, I queued up quick play. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just Well, that last the fifth of those five games was against somebody doing the Nova Bomb glitch. Yeah. Uh and we managed to win like one twenty seven to one twenty three or something like that. Nice. Uh but I did bust out the bags for the first time in D two. Uh, <laughs> guy was Nova glitching and I killed him to like put us up by a kill right at the end and I was like, Well, I may die and cost us the game here, but I'm just gonna keep tapping B until this game is over. And the yeah. rest of the team pulled it off. <laughs> you know, that glitch is so stupid. I We only went up against one team using that glitch that actually beat us. Like, when I was playing PC last week, like, usually the, we would play teams that would use the glitch and they would end up losing. Um, but it's, I don't know, man, it's just so dumb. It's just like walls off an entire area. It's like, okay, well, now I'm going to have to run all the way around the map to uh, from a different angle because this guy's just going to be bombarding this area with purple shit for another half hour. Yeah, like exactly. Is a glitch then? Where you can just keep spamming and spamming and spamming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Basically, you can just spam Slova bombs, and it, they're Slova bombs, so they just slowly go down, and when they... 
when they break off, they produce axions, and the axions will chase you halfway around the map. So yeah. it does actually ward off like a whole lane 100% because the Slova Bombs will chase you too if they see you. Um, but it's with the Night Stalker, it's pretty easy to, to get in there and counter them. I did a lot of uh, flying by with hammers and trying to hit them on the fly. I didn't work all the time, but when it did, it felt real good. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I had, I had fun playing. is a success for me. It's almost over. By the time we record next week, it'll be the last day. I doubt I'm going to play a ton now that I'm going to be you know back to work and actually doing stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... It was a pleasant diversion over the holiday season when I was home a lot. Yeah. I'm um <clears throat> I'm still chasing KD, man. It's got me. Like the the grind to improve my KD that no one cares about and I'm the only one who knows what it is. <laughs> oh no, you, you you're in the DTP channel typing <laughs> exclamation point PvP enough. I know I, it's one point one nine. You're there yeah, every it's day. Not moving. It twice. won't move. I've been checking. But my last twenty, my last twenty-five games were like a two point oh something. So, I am I am getting better. Are you trying to hit one point two or something? I just I don't know, man. I just like seeing seeing my KD go up. He's looking for that one point nine five or whatever. Mm, yeah, maybe maybe someday I'll be a two point oh player. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just it it's how I gauge that I'm making smarter choices and winning more 1v1s and challenging when I should and I don't know. I mean KD is all about just surviving running away mostly like everyone that has a high KD usually just bounces the second they're outnumbered which I don't know to some people that's fun you know like it's an enjoyable thing but for me it's not as I don't know it's not as enjoyable to like always be running away yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I definitely prefer I definitely prefer a faster TTK where team shot isn't as as strong. Like I I agree with that one hundred percent, but it's still got that it's still got a little destiny uh destiny hold on me, man. So <laughs> Did you get World War Two for Christmas? I did not yet. I still have we had to cancel our Christmas because uh everyone got sick in my house, so I have um, with my dad next weekend and my mom the following, so there's still a chance. But uh, so far, no, no, no love on the World War Two. Sorry to say. Yeah, we're gonna need your account to all join up on it, let you be the party leader, so we can get in there with the other Christmas noobs. <laughs> By the time you get it, the Christmas noobs are gonna be gone. I know, I know. That's okay. I can be a forever noob. Oh my God! There were so <laughs> many level twos and threes the other night when we played. Uh, we can get back to it after we get done talking about Destiny. But no, we can be done t- talking about Destiny. I mean, I don't have anything else to talk about. I had fun. Yeah, that's, that's that's about it. That's about it too. And I guess there was those tweets from somebody about stuff they're doing in the new year uh including eververse discussions uh but it was simply a hey we hear you we're going to talk about it again in the new year so it wasn't anything nothing uh definitive coming out but no deej deej put out a tweet yesterday that said happy new year everyone we have a lot to talk about in 2018 so i don't know man maybe they are going to make those those changes i mean we're we're approaching we're approaching the time frame where it is 
feasible that they've had enough development time to make tweaks. But they've been working they on private matches to keep you from losing your shit. Yeah, they better fucking come out with private matches soon, dude. <laughs> well, not let's hope not, because then I'll never finish The Witcher. Um, How far have you got on Witcher, by the way? I am. I'm streaming it this week. It. it I couldn't bring my Xbox with me to St. Louis, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to my cousin's place and like download everything on his and gum up his hard drive with my games. So I only brought my PC, um, my laptop when I went to St. Louis and just played Destiny and Overwatch. But um, see what my buddy Fo does is he bought an external hard drive, like a two terabyte external, and just downloaded every single game onto the external. So when he came down to Georgia to come visit, he just brought his external over and had every single game. Oh, see, that's a smart idea, man. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah I don't know about down. every game. I only have a terabyte left on mine. <laughs> I definitely still have a bunch of games that I haven't re-downloaded. Well, all the games that you'd like to play, you know? Like, not that's just right. any game that comes yeah. out. But then, like, I mean, like, Halo 5 was 100 gigs, so clearly some games will take up more than others. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, a good, good idea. idea, though. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And he says, and like we didn't notice any lag time or anything. Like I was thinking, the external would slow down the game in a way, but it doesn't at all. I have it an external like on mine downstairs in the basement. I uh, so my my main gaming station, almost everything. There's like one game on the internal hard drive. That's just because I haven't moved it over to the external yet. I run everything off of the external now, and I'm pretty pretty happy with it. I haven't noticed any problems. I did, speaking of lag, I did um, game quite a bit on a 4G hotspot this week um, because my cousin's, I don't know if it was, if his internet provider in St. Louis is really that shitty or if his Nighthawk, because he is a, he is like an older version Nighthawk router than what I have. If it's just getting old and it's just to the point where it's been fried from running constantly for, you know, two or three years. Um but it kept dropping me, so I had to switch to my hotspot. And gaming on a 4G hotspot, I only had a few instances where I really noticed lag. And the rest of the time, I was like, I can't believe I'm gaming this well right now and people aren't jumping all over the screen. So, that was kind of eye-opening. Didn't you use your hotspot for like an entire month after you moved apartments, uh, Val, earlier this summer? No, I definitely did not. I tried, and then... It was just terrible, and I stopped. Hmm. And, but, I mean, when I moved apartments, so my internet came up pretty much the next day. I just had, like, one or two days of dark time. I meant the one before this, when you moved from your first place to your, your like, one-month stopover where you had no oh, internet yeah. for the entire month. Yeah, I definitely used Hotspot. And then I ran through, like, six gigs of my data plan in... Like two days somehow, and then oh, I got dude, yeah. I got tethered, and I was just like, "All right, now I can't do shit." <laughs> so I, I wonder if my laptop um, network card too is going to be a different experience than like an Xbox network card um, for gaming wise. I don't know if that that wireless card is going to be any different, or if you would notice a difference. But not not all of my data was gaming, but I I think I hit like. 30 some gigs of data this week <laughs> in Damn. st louis yeah dude i was i was gaming hard on it so 
We will have to, next time we have Nessie on, get him to talk about how much mobile data he uses a month on his phone. I want to say it's over 100 gigs. That's insane. Like, he shows the pictures of his usage from time to time, and it is... It's a silly number. Because all he does is sit at work on wireless and watch videos, I think. Yeah. That's what I do with mine, man. I mean, we have an unlimited plan. Uh, It's a corporate plan. And why let the device, like, sit and not know that it works? So I bring it to work, and I just... I use it for my phone and stuff at work because... Then I at least know that it's running, and when I need it for my laptop, it's going to be there. So, Very nice. Yep. So how did you do in your Overwatch uh, playing? Were you running placements, or were you just uh, playing for the fun of it? No, I'm only like, I'm not level 25 yet on PC. Uh. I So I brought my mouse with me, but I didn't have a good good area to set up a mouse pad and everything like i could have done the kitchen table but his chairs were not like chairs that i'd want to sit in for hours gaming um they're more like um antique nice to look at dinner chairs for having a dinner in not like not like you can game in these and and walk after a couple hours um (laughs) And so I was on the sofa. So I actually played Overwatch with a controller, and there's no aim assist on PC with a controller. And um, yeah. but it, yeah, but it worked okay. It worked okay for Overwatch. I just stayed off of like the precision characters, um, and just used more of the spray mentality characters. And I was able to run like Mercy. I played some games with Boost, and um, I don't know, man. It worked out. So do you still prefer the controller even though it doesn't have aim assist like Destiny? No, no. For Overwatch PC, I would much rather use mouse and keyboard. Um, and even Destiny PC, I'm really pushing myself to use mouse and keyboard. I I think uh, I'll be one or 200 bucks short of that GPU. So I'm hoping when maybe February or March I can buy that external GPU for my laptop and then I can buy a real keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, to put with this mouse, and I'm really excited to run keyboard and mouse on Destiny PC. But um, for PC games, Overwatch, I think, is a game that, that broke me, that made me realize that, you know, it's it sucks for the first little bit of learning, but the the, the gap isn't that far to, to overcome, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And the ceiling is much higher, too. Yeah. Some of those Widows, like Black Widow or whatever. God. Oh, dude. we played one we played one this week man and she she was oh god she was so good like just headshot after headshot after headshot like you peek around a corner and you were just done like it was Mm -hmm. insane yeah and then like her ultimate lets you see through walls too so she already see you come in yeah yeah, you don't even know she's there and you just like come around a corner and you're just like bam okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it's fun though. I I I do enjoy it. Um, it's it is interesting going from Overwatch Xbox to Overwatch PC. How different the meta is. Like it's you you have some some characters that are the same, but the precision characters are really really used a lot on PC versus like a console. 
Are we ready to get to the Gwent part of the discussion? <laughs> I was just going to ask. Like, I was, I was, I was just like, itching for this part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, I'm just going to lean back. I'm going to crack another beer. I'm just going to sit here and double fist it while he talks to us about Gwent. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding, actually going to talk that much about it. But... I'm just kidding, man. I would say a week ago, Val and I were chatting, and I was like, dude, I think I'm just a 4,100 MMR player. Every time I win a couple of games, I lose a couple of games, and I'm right back at the exact same spot. And he's like, well, you got four days off. You're going to grind for rank 20? And I'm like, well, probably not, because I'm not good enough, and it's not going to work, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then Thursday night, I had a buddy over, uh, to open kegs, ostensibly. I told my boss when I went home because it was snowing that I would hold off on boo- try to hold off on booze until 4 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did uh, make it till 3 o'clock. And then I told him, uh, sorry, but this four-day weekend starting now. Um, so my buddy comes over, and we start playing Gwent and are drinking a ton. And for the first time in... I don't even know how long. I got sick by like 8.30 from the amount of booze we had drank. Holy cow. So I have to go to the bathroom and boot. Uh, But this guy doesn't really get when social situations are like over. It's on one of his drugs. Oh, this Uh, is the dude that was at your house till like 3 in the morning the other time. Yes, same guy. Ah, ah, nice. (laughs) So... I come back, and he's like, hey, you play my account, I'll play yours, and we'll play, like, uh, casual games so it doesn't affect ranking. So anyways, long story short, we play to, like, 2.30 in the morning. None of this counts at all for uh, my ranking. But I had, you know, six hours of playing water while sobering, played while, while drinking water and sobering up because I'm an idiot, and I'm not 21 anymore. Uh <laughs> But I found a deck that actually worked for me. Uh, so then Friday, I had off, and I played a ton. and got basically three wins away from rank 20, which is the second highest rank. If you hit 21, then you get invited to work on the pro ladder uh, the next season. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm not going to make that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But I ended up, you know, three games away, and then I won two of them. Uh, and then I lost three games in a row. Oh. And I sent Al a message saying, fuck it, it's not happening, I'm done. Uh, and he's like, so you going to grind some more of that MMR? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I could play a couple and see what happens. Uh, and then I got hot again and hit the hit the uh, rank 20, which is the first time I've done that. I've gotten to 19 every season I've played now. Uh, but... Yesterday afternoon, I hit it, and you better believe I sent out pictures of me hitting it to <laughs> everyone who knew what it meant and everyone who didn't know what it meant but knew I was shooting for it. Uh, so that's awesome. My my Gwent journey for this season is done. Uh, when does when does the season actually end? The eighth. So a week from what tomorrow or today? A week from today. So now that you've hit that level, why would you not want to continue grinding? Does anything happen if you were to lose some games and dip down no, for next not season? At all. I, I would okay. probably, I honestly would probably play some dick around decks right now because you can't actually lose anything and just have fun with it. Uh, 
I just I get serious ladder anxiety while I'm playing. Like every loss is like a dagger to me. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I just lost 25 points, and each win's only worth 19, and oh, it's, I'm never gonna make it. If I win two games in a row, I have to turn it off. I'm like, well, I've won two games in a row. I'm due to lose one because I'm a 67% player. I can't can't keep playing right now. We'll try another day. Well, it's good that you have people like Val to like Mock nudge me. you and, and nudge you and troll you until you can <laughs> achieve those goals. <laughs> yeah, the, I think the thing that pushed him over the edge was the curse. <laughs> like, I told him that 2017 was the good luck. If you can't hit it now, 2018 is just terrible. You're not going to do it. <laughs> but I blew out a tire today, asshole. You put a curse on my entire year. <laughs> <laughs> but hey look you got your 4250 you don't got to worry about it this year anymore because now right. you know you could do it because you hit mm-hmm. it already i'll forever have that fancy border saying i hit rank 20 do you have a border for life now yeah they give out they give out uh like cosmetic rewards based on your placement so nice uh i am not making the top thousand worldwide which was the next level of border you could get but I am sitting at uh, like five seventy five in North America, so Damn dude. But the Gwent community makes fun of North America. Like the common insult is North America math. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever anyone <laughs> screws up with the counting, well, I mean, like I mean, North five America se- math. <laughs> five seventy five is located in Wisconsin, so <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So we talked about Deej sending out a message last night saying we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about in the new year. Is it going to uh, be Gwent? <laughs> no, no, but amusingly, last night when the new year rolled over in Poland, the pro ladder just went away. And their Deej, uh, their community manager, at 2 a.m. Polish time sent out a message saying, this was a mistake. We're working on it right now. So their developers came in at 2 a.m. on New Year's Day to fix the bug that they had accidentally released and got the pro ladder up and running by like 4 a.m. Polish oh, time. Oh, man. Damn. You know, that's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious watching everyone lose their shit. And then they're like, oh, nope, it's back. Don't worry. And the four hours you guys lost, we're going to add to the end of the season. Like. I like this game developer, but yeah. I knew that since you know they made The Witcher, and that's that. I played that this week too, just to give you an idea. My fourth playthrough. I I am gonna play it. So you said originally you were gonna start it, and then kind of play along as I play. I'm guessing that you're pretty far into it now. Nope. I mean, oh. I ran a whole bunch of side quests, but I haven't actually killed the Griffin in the first area yet. Oh, so I'm actually further than you. St- Story-wise, but I need Story to run wise. a bunch of side quests. I am a level four already, though. I am a level two or three. So, yeah. You got some work in terms of side quest stuff. I got some work in terms of story to equal up again. I am I am running it this week, though. Um, let's see. We're doing Forza stream on Tuesday. Uh, starting up Path of Exile on PC on Wednesday, because they have a new season. And then Witcher stream on Thursday. So, I'll be playing it Thursday night, man. Did you play some Witcher this week too, Val? I played some as well with, uh, Foe. We played nice. on. So, my buddy Foe, he, uh, he tried to play on Death March, and 
he got to some point and he was just tired of fighting things for like 20 minutes and dying and doing it again and again. So he made a new character and it was on, I think he's playing on normal, whatever the default yeah, the is. Yeah, second, the second difficulty. Mm-hmm. And like we played on his account because I let him play and I was like, you just play on yours. And I was, we were like kind of, I was just watching him play this game and it's just, you know, he's like in like an 8v1 situation with like all these like mercenaries and stuff. Or, like, the guards. And he's just, like, killing everything. Like, you know, he gets hit, like, ten times. Like, he lost, like, 25% of his health. He's just, like, cruising. Like, you know, you don't have to try at all. And, like, I'm just sitting there watching. I'm just like, man. Like, you're getting ready. Like, you're going to fight a werewolf right now. You're so fucked. Like, I'm just, like, waiting for him to die. And he just does not (laughs) die at all. Four shots the werewolf. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm just sitting there, like, you know, this guy has, like, a silver HP bar. It's not even, like, red because he's supposed to be, like, armored, right? And he just, like, one hit, and it's, like, 50% damage. I'm just like, what? Like, I remember this fight took me, like, 45 minutes to do. And that's, like, with all this dodging and bobbing and weaving and, you know, like, two hits, and I have to, like, back off and, like, wait for him to, like, do his, like, crazy attack. And it's just, man, just, like, watching that. The difference between a normal play and a death march play is just staggering. Huh. You did go in on your very first playthrough, never playing a Witcher game before. With death march difficulty, uh, so hat tip to you on that. But uh, the learning curve is much, much steeper. That oh, that yeah. seems like a that seems like a vowel thing to do, man. Like, what's the hardest difficulty? Okay, I'm gonna beat it at that. <laughs> like, I'm not an achievement person, but like, you know, like if it's like, oh, you get an achievement for doing it on the hardest difficulty, I'm like, eh, why not? Like, you might as well just learn. And like, yeah. you better yeah, bet. How, how'd that go? Did you uh, get that achievement yet? No, I I'll get it this week. I think now that I'm settled <laughs> back, but like you better bet. Like when I first started, Rob got all these messages. Like I just like you know I found a new monster and I'm about to fight it, and then it blows up and kills me. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it! Like <laughs> I square one or like it was just. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the monsters that actually when you get them low health they explode and nobody Blow tells you it's gonna happen. Rot yeah. Teams. Yeah, it was just, like, I didn't know what the hell was happening. It's like, you know, like, I've been fighting, like, random things, and, like, dogs are, like, my bane of my existence because they're in a pack, and you just... You know, like, I used to, like, try to kill them for food because, like, in Death March, like, you know, you can't just, like, meditate and heal yourself. You have to actually eat food or whatever. And there was always these packs of, dog, like, wild dogs or wolves, I think. And, you know, like, if you kill them, sometimes they'll drop raw meat, which you can eat. And I'd always try to fight them, and after, like, six encounters, I started realizing that I ate more food during the fight than I got from killing the dogs. And it was just a total waste of time. So, like, now I just kind of, like, run away from all the dogs I see. Like, I don't even bother with them. But, uh, Fluffy doesn't have to worry about any of this when he plays because no. he is on normal. <laughs> and he can just finish the fight, meditate for an hour, and his health will be back to full. I I um I haven't really used the meditation thing yet. I'm still a uh, pretty novice to this whole game, so um Well, here's a big hint for you. After you get done with a fight, if your health's not full, you can just meditate for an hour and it'll be back to full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to we'll have to go over that on stream. Um <laughs> I feel like everything that happened in the tutorial I kind of forgot because of just being out of it that night. High as a kite on Benadryl or cold oh bed. God, dude, <laughs> I was so sick. That that was oh, I woke up just like garbage the next day. That's I think that was the start of my like two and a half week long like plague sickness. 
That's still it. That actually is still. I still have a cough from that. But yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I played it. I played it a little bit offline, and I at least got. I at least you know of sane mind got the whole. When I fought the Griffin, I was like, oh, okay. So this game is all about like, you have to look for an opportunity to attack. You can't just go in and hack and slash shit. Like you got to dodge and roll and and be smart about your approach when you're fighting enemies. So yeah, it's all pattern mm-hmm. recognition. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I played that. You play anything else this week, Val, besides Halo and uh, a little bit of The Witcher? No, that was pretty much it. Halo was the big one this week. I really didn't even touch my Xbox. Like, I took it home with me, and it just sat in my duffel bag for a solid week. You know, half, I, I just put it up, I think, Tuesday. Last Tuesday or Wednesday, and that was it. And I played Halo on it. And then my controller started drifting. Like oh. My right thumbstick, it had an upward drift. I never noticed it before. Like, you know, I played Destiny, Call of Duty, and, like, maybe those games didn't really require it as much. But on Halo PvP, like, because it's a lot of hip-firing, so you're better off hip-firing because, like, every time you get shot in that game, your zoom goes away. And if you're not used to it, it's really frustrating because you'll keep trying to zoom in and you just keep getting knocked out of it. But since it's hip-firing, it's very evident when like you try to like move up because people jump all the time so when you're trying to aim upwards your reticle just goes from like you know a, s- a slight upwards to like a drastic like spike up and then comes back down so you have to like correct it so much and you know like in halo 5 there's not that many casuals anymore because it's been out for a while and like you know people that didn't like it left and so now it's like all the core people who are pretty decent at the game and so every time like I'd lose a fight, I'd get upset because I had the guy and I just lost yeah. because of my controller. And I didn't even recognize it at first. Like I just, you know, I was trying to like, just correct it. And one of my buddies was just like, you know, like I had that problem before too. And it's just, it's a thumbstick problem. It's not going back to like true neutral. So I was like, okay. So I took it to the Microsoft store and no questions asked. I just like replaced it. Whoa. I was like, cool. Really? Mm-hmm. So apparently if you guys didn't know this, is so the Elite controllers, if you have them, the triggers, the right trigger and the left trigger, they get a, they're known for like clicking, like the springs start clicking. And a lot of people can't stand that sound. So you can take it back to Microsoft Store. They have like a one-year manufacturer warranty anyway. But you can take it back, and if they're in stock, they'll usually swap it out. Oh, were you you within the one year? I... I was within the one year. Okay, but okay. They didn't even, he didn't even check my receipt, honestly. He just asked me when I bought it, and I was just like, April. And he didn't even ask me this year or last year. He was just like, all right, let me just schedule you for an appointment for a technical, you know, thing. And the guy just pulled up my email. I was like, all right, let me see your controller. What's wrong with it? You know, upward drift, right click. And he's like, okay, here's a new controller. Done. Nice. So, I mean, it's worth a shot if you have that issue. But the upward drift was just unplayable, especially on a shooter. Like, it's just hard to aim. Not a problem I have to worry about. I can't aim anyways. <laughs> I'm um I'm gonna go with the advice from Chuck, man, when I have to buy a new Elite. Um Best Buy, you can get the Elite there and it's fifteen bucks for the three year replacement plan. Mm-hmm. And then it's same thing, no questions asked. Like within three years your controller dies, you just go in and get a new Elite controller. Which Or don't even bother. I mean if you say it's stick drift, they're not plugging it in and checking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I well, like I said last week, I thought my I thought my elite was on the way out, and I mean, 
probably have like 3000 hours on this thing so it's not like it's it's not like it's surprising but i've re i've fixed both thumbsticks because they both got loose you know where you if you turn your controller upside down there's actually movement on them like really? up and down yeah like if you if you flip them upside down oh my dog's on my on my cord like you could instead of it being firm like this like uh -huh. you could feel it come down on the on the metal ball a little bit so the magnet just kind of weakened there it's like a plastic shaft and you basically you take the controller apart and you wrap you wrap just a little bit of like um i use cotton from a q-tip around uh -huh. it and then you put the the metal ball shaft back on the little plastic knob and it holds it in place but interesting yeah so i replaced that on both of mine and i was like oh my uh it was my dodge ability on destiny and i'm like i think that that's finally getting worn out from sliding all the time and everything and it turned out that they just changed dodge so that if you have any movement on your thumbstick as you're dodging it cancels out the double tap hmm. so i realized when playing that i have to t let off my thumbstick and double tap to dodge and then go back on my thumbstick because i was, was always like that i it, i don't think it wasn't in destiny one I didn't whatever. notice it when I was playing this week uh, yeah. on my Hunter a bunch, but... Well, and maybe also... it's just me, but I had to, I had to, the right thumbstick, I have to let go and dodge and then go back onto it. That seems so weird, because I don't recall that either. But that seems, that seems silly to, like, stop your aim just to dodge. Yeah, I guess I don't really dodge a ton while using the well, right stick. You don't stick. aim either, so, I mean, you don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> this is why COD is a much better game for me. I run weapons that I can just hip fire with and just not have to worry about it ever. Hip firing in COD is huge, man. When I realized that that was the way to go, it changed my whole game. Cause like, and I tried to do that in Destiny, and Destiny is, is not the same type mm -hmm. of game. Like Their hip fire <laughs> mechanic is not like it is in COD, so coming from COD... And having just gone all hip fire to like, oh shit, now I got an ADS again, because hip fire doesn't shoot the shit same as it does in in Call of Duty. So, although it has helped me a bit with uh, when I'm running Atlanta D and I get up close to somebody, mm, like that yeah. spot where they're trying to like bum rush me and melee me, I can, I no longer try to aim in on those, and I just hip spray down, and it's worked out pretty well, which is. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice little added bonus. Makes me go from like a point nine player to a point nine one player. Uh, so that's great. But uh, who knows? I'm digging a much bigger hole for when Val comes and has to try to take me out of uh, Destiny Two Purgatory to get me back to one kitty. <laughs> Good luck getting him to play that. <laughs> it was kind of amusing though when we did it on D one. Like him and I would just switch off. We were just like yeah. drinking, having fun. So I don't know. It might be fun in person, but it's hard for me to get back into Destiny 2 after all the changes and everything. Yeah. It's a, it's a completely different PvP. Yeah, it's just not my play style. Like, I don't like playing passive at all. And the second a second person shows up, it just throws my whole game off. Yeah. He no, says, I... as he sits at the back of the map in COD with a sniper rifle. I, I've been using the Lewis a lot more, actually, in a COD. I appreciate and... that. With it's, you and Dex and Daniel all sitting there in a map with sniper rifles, and it's like, oh, okay, so there's going to be nobody watching anything except for these hard hard scope sniper lanes for the next uh, five minutes. This will be a lot of fun. Well, Dex actually like runs around though. He's he's really good with that sniper. Like me, when I started, <laughs> I would just kind of 
hard scope. You know, like, I look right. for the spawns. But he, he like, walks around and just uses that thing as an assault rifle. He's like, all right, left trigger, shoot, left trigger, shoot. Like, you look at the kill cam, like, you know, play the games or whatever. Like, his scope doesn't even go in all the way. You can't even no. see anything. It's just, like, no. black, and he's, like, yeah. kill. I'm like, okay. Yep. Like, how do you do that? But he's just really good with it. Although I did yeah. get better with the sniper. But. You did get pretty... There were a couple of games on Gustav Cannon where you just sort of stood at the top of the cannon and didn't move all game, and then it was like 24 and 6 when it was over. <laughs> I had some good games. I hated that map when I started, but I've started to like it a lot more now. And the Lewis also helps. Like You could just post up somewhere, and no fall-off damage is just amazing. <laughs> Shoot people from across the map. It's like, well, I can keep on target, so you're going to die. And you have a hundred bullets. Like you, you never stop shooting. <laughs> about that, I usually waste about seventy of them uh, to get one kill, and then I have to reload, and the two more come around the corner. Ooh. Yeah, that but I pre-fire. It works out great. I'm just aiming down sight and pre-firing the corners, and sometimes it works out. Other times, not so great. I was yeah. always like, I always liked being like a stealth flanker. Whenever I played Call of Duty, man, I was always like, whatever, whatever perks for whatever version of Call of Duty I'm playing that take me off the radar, um, that make me silent, like the all those things. That's all I cared about was I don't want to be on radar, and I want to be, I want as many like tips to the enemy team not there as possible. Um, yeah, that's sort of what I run. I run silenced SMGs and try to get in behind enemy lines and shoot that way. Yeah. Works out pretty well, although on the flip side, I do dumb stuff from time to time, like call in my airstrike when they know where I'm at, and so while I'm <laughs> holding up the phone, two more come around a corner, even though very clearly, I just killed them there, and I'm in their spawn, so they're definitely coming back for the revenge kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we played a bit this week, and there there were definitely a lot of Christmas kids. It was like Tuesday night, and lobbies were split screens and <laughs> level three and four split screeners and stuff like that, and we had a full group of six. And I don't know if we lost all night. I think we just rolled over everybody. God, I forgot about split screen Call of Duty, man. Oh, that's the dream. We had one lobby that had double split screeners on the other team. I think I went 18 and 6. I just kept putting a grenade or a bouncing Betty in a high traffic area and standing on top of a staircase with a shotgun, and they just kept running back for more. It was the greatest. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I well, hopefully, hopefully I will be joining you fools. I will be a January noob, maybe, uh, <laughs> with the Call of Duty. Rob, do you have his account information? Because, I mean, I remember that's the way to get him to play games. You just buy the game for him, and he starts playing. <laughs> well, I have... I, have I sent him a hard Witcher copy of 3. The Witcher, so yeah. I have his address if you need that. <laughs> hard copy. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's weird. I have to take the disc out. I have to take the Overwatch disc out and put in the Witcher disc. But... No, oh, it's cool. It's the last disc I got. I got that digital. That was a Christmas gift. I got that digital. 
and Battlefield. I, I did the dual pack. I'm like, oh, this will be awesome. I get Battlefield and Titanfall 2, and I don't play any of them. <laughs> yeah, but some of those sales, man, are so good. Oh, right. You just, yeah. you just can't resist. It's like yeah. it's like $15. Why not? Like, <laughs> I, think, I don't play the game. I think Titanfall 2 was a really good game. It just people didn't play it, like or people that I know didn't play it. And so I think I think that just I didn't get into it as much and and Battlefield's fun. Um but it's just it's just a different type of game, man. It's not my type of game. I don't know. I could never get into a Battlefield game either. Like it looks beautiful. It plays really well. Yeah. The guns seem very realistic and I'm just bored after like two or three matches. Yeah, I yeah. I just it doesn't it's not the same as Call of Duty. You know, it's like, much less arcadey. Yeah, I like I like the way that Call of Duty approaches um team fighting and stuff like that, you know, and and it's not uh, you know, Titanfall was not um you weren't a Destiny Space Cowboy. Hell, Destiny 2, you aren't even a Destiny Space Cowboy. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, my favorite I game kid. mode in Titanfall 2 should uh, should give you an idea of my troubles with that game. My favorite game mode was pilot versus pilot. <laughs> the, the one where <laughs> the you one don't one. get Titans yeah. in Titanfall 2 was my favorite game mode. Yeah. I I didn't... Everyone liked attrition. I did not like playing attrition. I don't want to play bots, man. I only want to kill other people. Like, I don't want to waste my time shooting dumb ai i want to shoot people and they look so realistic too yeah like you well, think you kill them and then you're like yeah. oh that was too easy of course of course yeah <laughs> and then and then you're shooting at some dumb ai and someone sneaks around and kills you and you're like well of course i'm focused on the stupid ai and i'm not focused on the dude coming around the corner so <laughs> yeah uh i have an email question if you guys don't have any other games that you want to talk about I'm I'm ready to hear it. Okay. Uh, so this is from Tyler, uh, a.k.a. Absolute Zero, who came and drank some beers with me uh, this week while I was in St. Louis. Ah, uh, the dude who asked about the uh, the French fries of the tree ant world. Yep, yep, yep. So we have another French fry question, actually, which is pretty oh my awesome. God. What is this, this guy's so French fry love? <laughs> he says, Evening, gents. So my last question got my brain turning gears and i must ask you the query of all questions what is the best and worst french fry to ingest i gotta give it to waffle fries for its ability to soak up sauces and fixins uh and he spelled fixins like really funny while being crunchy as all the dickens the worst is crinkle cut no question thoughts comments and concerns no fooling absolute zero and there's a PS, but first let's let's look at let's look at this fry thing. So I'm I'm not like a huge fry person. Like I have nothing against fries, and a good French fry I'm all about. But I will never order just French fries. Uh, you know what I mean? Or if I go to a fast food chain, like I never get the fries with the meal. I'm, am I weird like that? I don't know. But what do you guys think the best type of French fry is? I prefer waffle fries, honestly. Like with the sauce or just like a or just like just the waffle fry itself? Like is it about the waffle fry? Because usually waffle fries come with some sort of special sauce for that restaurant, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Or do you just like just waffle fries for what they are? I mean, I'll eat fries by themselves. It's just yeah. Like I'll go to McDonald's and just get fries sometimes. But like okay, I don't know. But like sometimes like fry like Chick Fil A I think is like my favorite for the waffle fries though. Okay. Because, but McDonald's like sometimes it's on point, but sometimes like the salt to like fry ratio is off, or like yeah. they cook it a little too long or something, and it's just like completely off. But with the waffle fries, I usually eat it with like sauce though, like. Honey mustard is pretty cool, and like barbecue is good too. But yeah. it's well, though, waffle so fries sauce. are hard to beat. It, they have to be good though. Like they can't be floppy waffle fries, and they can't be soggy. Like they have to be the right consistency of waffle fry. That's the best um, thing about Chick Fil A though. Is like if you don't like it, you just tell them, and they'll make you like a fresh batch. See, we have unless it's Sunday, and then they're not open. <laughs> we Especially have when you always want to go on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> we have them here, but they're just starting out, man. So I have I have very limited Chick Fil A um, experience. So I'll have to I'll have to try that out, man. I you know what though, I never I ne- I'm not the I never do that. Like if they fuck up my waffle fries, I just won't eat them. I won't even bring them back and say you guys fucked up my waffle fries. I'll just be like, ah, that's so. Fucked this up my is waffle fries. the difference between you and me and Val. Val is from a place that isn't known for its politeness in terms of. We'll call it Minnesota nice, where you <laughs> smile to people's faces and don't bring up any uh, complaints and then bitch about it after you're out of the room. <laughs> Everywhere else in the world, they're like, huh, this is shitty. We should tell you it's shitty and get something back for it. Uh, the rest of us are like, ah, it's too much hassle. Don't you know? Oh, <laughs> my God. drives dude. me insane. <laughs> nope. So as I, as I grab a beer, um, I actually... I actually called on some shit this weekend. I went I went out of my Minnesota norm. So I'm sorry. We are going off question here. Um, <laughs> we were driving back from St. Louis. And if we can, like if the ride is going good, we'll typically stop at like a Panera or something not as fast foodie. So we can get out of the car. The kids can stretch their legs. We can spend like a half hour, 40 minutes, like somewhere besides being in the car, right? Because it's like an eight and a half hour trip. Like you got to gotta let the kids get out. That's you got to like walk the dogs. little kids. Right. And that's eight and a half hours if, you, if you're like perfect on time. So usually it's like nine or ten. The, on the way home, um, we started an hour later than we were hoping to. And we had to make three stops before we even got out of Missouri. So like by the, <laughs> by the time we get to the halfway point, by the time we're like, you know, at the, at the four hours of travel time, but like five hours of actually driving, um, the halfway point, we're like, all right, we're going to get food. And I'm turning to my wife and I'm like, you know, do you care if we like skip the whole Panera thing and just, like grab some fast food and just get home because like this this whole experience has just been a lot like i just want to be at home and lay in my bed and not do anything and she's like yeah let's just let's just get fast food and so we stopped at a mcdonald's and she jumped out with my daughter so they could use the bathroom and i went through the drive-thru and i pull up to the drive-thru and i'm ordering and I'm like, can I get six chicken McNuggets? And the lady's like, yep. And she like does my order. And I look at the screen and there she wrote down three orders of 20 chicken McNuggets. And I'm like, um, I just want six chicken McNuggets. I don't want 60. <laughs> and she's like, okay. 
And then she didn't change it. And I'm like, no, it still says that you're ordering 60 chicken McNuggets for me. Like, I don't want 60 chicken McNuggets. And she goes, okay, I'll change that for you. And she rang up 30 chicken McNuggets, like three orders of 10. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I don't want 30 chicken McNuggets. I just want a six piece of chicken McNuggets. And then another dude gets on the microphone because apparently this is really hard for them to understand. (laughs) And the guy's like, do you want 60 chicken McNuggets or six? And I'm like, I just want a six piece of chicken nuggets. He goes, okay, because I think she thought that you wanted 60 chicken McNuggets. And I'm, I'm sitting here going, who drives through McDonald's and does like a full order and then adds on 60 chicken McNuggets to what three people are already eating? Like this is <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so I'm just like kind of baffled by the fact that this took like a few minutes of me telling them, no, I do not want 60 chicken McNuggets. And I pull around and I get my order and we start driving down the road and... <laughs> And my wife goes in the bag and she pulls out a four piece of chicken McNuggets. And I'm like, those motherfuckers. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> so I called him and I'm like, hey, dude. I'm like, you know, I was just there. You guys tried to sell me 60 chicken McNuggets in the drive through. Like, can you adjust my. And I know it's stupid because it's like a fucking dollar, dude. But I was so pissed off that they did that. You know, because how the fuck are you going to fuck up? How are you going to mess this up after we had this whole confrontation about just six chicken McNuggets? And I was super nice the whole time. I'm like, can you just adjust my credit card so you're not charging me for a six piece when you gave me a four piece? And the guy's like, nope. What? And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? Nope. He's like, nah, I can't do anything with your credit card. He goes, but I can write your name down and we can give you some chicken nuggets the next time you come. And I'm like, no, no, dude. I'm like, I don't want you to write my name down. I'm like, I don't even live in this state. He's like, well, when's the next time you're going to come through? And I'm like, I don't know. And and granted, I drive through that city probably two or three times a year, but we never stop there at McDonald's. You need to name names. What city are you in here? So I can avoid uh, that McDonald's. It's right outside. Uh, it's Evansville. We were in Evansville, Iowa. So it's right outside of like Waterloo, Cedar Rapids. Um, and, and I'm like, dude, you got a I'm shitty like, McDonald's, Evansville, yeah. Iowa. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, man, maybe like once every two or three years. He's like, oh, so you probably don't want me to write your name down. I'm like, no, I just want you to like adjust my credit card for what you actually gave me. He's like, well, I can write your name down and the owner can call you and maybe he can do something for you. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm just annoyed, dude. Like, I've been driving. Like, this dude's trying to, like, I know he can do shit, and he's just being an ass to be an ass. And so I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm like, take down my information, talk to your owner, send me a gift card. (laughs) Because I'm, I like, I don't know, I don't know how you guys mess this up after everything at the drive-thru, but like, and I get it, mistakes are made, but like, come on, man. Like, how are you going to give me a four piece after all of that? <laughs> oh. So occasionally you can break my Minnesota nice and I will, I will make you own up to your stupidity. So back to fries. But you still didn't get the two chicken nuggets. What the I did not. I, they weren't even for me. They were for my daughters and I don't even think they ate all their food. So it's not like it really fucking mattered anyways, but it was just the point. <laughs> Uh, the principle so, of things. 
I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you guys here on the on the waffle fries. I want a crispy, hot, seasoned, regular French fry. Like a nice cut to it, you know, like where you can actually taste a little potato, but I don't want it soggy. I don't want it like floppy. I want it to be a nice crispy fry and it has to be hot. I think those are the best. Yeah, waffle fries are my pick either, but uh, well done. Sweet potato fries are mine, but... Uh, yeah, but who sells that at, like, a restaurant? Uh, fast, fast food, food joints don't, but uh, there's plenty no. of brew pubs yeah. in the area that it's basically a staple of any brew pub that you go to. And, it, and I, I go think to the a seasoning, lot of brew pubs. The seasoning <laughs> almost has to have, like, salt and pepper in it, or some sort of salt and pepper, like, or seasonal. Like, it can't just be salt. But there's something about like a good seasoning on a on a well made fry that I think makes it more so than the type of fry itself. Because even like a well seasoned waffle fry is going to be better than you know something yeah. that isn't good. Well, oh, we all agree, crinkle cut fries are trash. Yeah, right? I do. F- I've I you know what I've never had. I, I don't know if I've ever had a good crinkle cut fry. So I'm with you on that. Um. He said, "P.S. Are sweet potato fries still considered fries?" Uh, I think I think Rob just answered that for us. Uh, yes, I would agree that they I are. Can't, I can't do sweet potato fries, man. I'm I'm just weird. I'm sorry. They're better than crinkle cut. I will give you that. All right, so that's my <laughs> that's my my, my I question want more of questions the week. from that guy. Yeah, um, yeah they're all fry related. Are they? Really? His, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe next week he'll give me something that isn't fry related. Um. I do have to I do have to give him a shout out though, dude. He held a case of zombie dust for me and showed up at the house with zombie dust, which is like nearly impossible to get in my neck of the woods. Well, it isn't actually. I have to drive to Wisconsin, and it's nearly impossible for me to get on the Wisconsin border. Um, so that yeah, was pretty not, dope. It's not easy to find in Wisconsin, even. Nope. And he bought and he brought me a bottle cap from the Odell Brewery, which Odell is definitely my favorite brewer. And uh, a little, and two two different bottle openers. So, oh, and a giant platter of Christmas cookies, dude. And his wife can cook Christmas cookies. Like, you know, people make Christmas cookies, and a lot of times they're they're all right. His wife, dude, she had top tier Christmas cookies, and he delivered like a giant platter that you could feed a family with <laughs> to the house. And I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> And they were good. They were really bombastic. So, so that was pretty awesome. Living the dream. Uh, I am. I am. So, <laughs> um, how was the zombie dust? It was good, man. It was. I, you know, I'll save it. No, no. You know what? We will talk about it this week. Let's tie. It's not on. No, no. We'll save it. We'll save it. It's gonna be a different beer of the week. I'll save it for my my other beers that I. That, that I need to talk about, but I get why people like it. I totally get why people like it. Um, but I think, I think for this week, we're going to go a different route. Um, just because this beer made my list of beers that I want to talk about and it's a limited edition. So I'd rather talk about it now while it's still available. Um, Odell, who I just mentioned, uh, that he got, he went to the, the brewery and got a cap for me. And uh, they have a beer um, called Black Mountain St- or Mountain Standard, and it's a black IPA, and it's a limited edition run, um, and it is 
it is absolutely amazing. Like I like I like black IPAs, but this is definitely one of the better black IPAs I've ever had. So if you see Mountain Standard around, they're a Colorado um, brewery, so they have a pretty wide distribution. Um, you know, I saw Mountain St. Louis. I see them in Minnesota. Um, so I think they got they they have a good part of the United States covered. Um, pick it up, pick it up if you see it because it's it's definitely worth worth buying a six pack for. How about you, man? You uh, I have a feeling that you're not going beer this week. It's not because I'm looking at the notes. <laughs> I actually uh, haven't had any beer this week. I had a bottle of Noah Noah's Mills bourbon sitting in my house, uh, and it is no longer in my house. Part of that story from last uh, Thursday night where I got sick early in the evening. Um, but it is probably my favorite bourbon, and it's not super easy to find uh but if you find it you will not be upset if you grab some of it it's very much a drink it straight use it to put making it old-fashioned you're not going to be upset however you use it but it is amazing just neat uh or usually i like to cut it with just a tad bit of water because it's it is like 116 proof it's pretty strong stuff uh, straight out the, straight out the bottle. So, be aware that it's stronger than your average bourbon. What does average bourbon typically run? One hundred eight, one hundred four, something like that. So it's not much stronger. It's just, it's a little bit stronger. And if you're not paying attention, you end up on the bathroom floor at eight thirty. <laughs> I have to say, I think it was, uh, I think it was DCP. I was listening to this week. Uh, where they they use the phrase uh, ice croutons, so a little bourbon with some ice croutons. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that. I like the ice. Not croutons. a bad way to describe it. Yep. Nice. Val, have you been have you been sipping on anything this week, or would you like to tell us about anything? I tried Land Shark this last oh, week. Oh yeah, Land Shark Welcome is a good one. Welcome to the club. Yeah, and it was, what do you think of it? I liked it. Yeah, I mean, like I was strolling through Kroger, trying to like Kroger, like the grocery store down south. Like I was just like trying to find it there, and I was like, like my buddy, like, when I was going to play Halo with him, he was like, "Yeah, just grab some Land Shark. Like I think you'll like it." And I was like, "All right, sounds like a cool name. I'll try it out." And I went and like looked for it, and I couldn't find it. And I googled it because like I didn't know what the hell it, like I didn't know what the logo was. And it was just this giant shark fin. Yes, and it looks really cool. And I was like, how do I not see this? And it's because they stuffed it behind some blue moon. But I eventually <laughs> found it. <laughs> and we killed a case of it. It was just so good. It was like smooth. I mean, it's not like a high percentage alcohol, but it was just well made. I think I would definitely go back to that if I had to choose. It is made by the Margarita Brewing Company. That's kind of a, that's kind of a great name, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks like you pasted Margaritaville, as in like. Or Mar- yeah, Mar- I'm sorry, Margaritaville Brewing Company. What did I say? I said something else. You said Margarita. Oh, so. <laughs> sorry. So there's My a difference bad. between like General Margarita and Jimmy Buffett prop- proprietary uh, <laughs> beers. Yeah, no, it's Margaritaville Brewing Company, which is a pretty awesome name. But it is, it is, uh, it is Florida, so. 
uh they have they have a really cool like that the the land shark logo man it's pretty well known like it's it's definitely it's like it's almost like corona right like you see it at so many bars or at least around here you do um i like it i like it good pick man i know it's that common but again i don't drink too much beer but i'm i'm enjoying like all these little random picks that people are suggesting i mean yeah slowly i'll get into it more <laughs> yeah um cool man margaritaville well, brewing company's out of st louis actually Oh really? Because the yeah. the beer advocate says it's uh, Florida. Well, I'm pretty sure that's where the land shark is. Where it started, but you can look oh, on it, the it's, bottle. It's they're they're owned by Jimmy Anheuser. Buffett. No, they're owned by Anheuser. Right. That's why. That's yep. why. That's why it says St. Louis. <clears throat> what a uh, shithole. <laughs> St. Louis. <laughs> yes. You know, man, I um I have my experience there is clouded by the family um experience that I have there and I don't I don't I don't think that gives it a fair run for its money. Um you know, because I hang out. Three with of like... my best college friends live in St. Louis, and another okay. three grew up in St. Louis, and I went down to visit them over summers. Uh, and yeah, whatever, it's fine uh, for the south and west suburbs. But yeah. once you get into the city, it's like, yeah. I was there this summer or this fall. I guess it was September, and. Uh, Lo and behold, the riot cops showed up after the baseball game, after the fans held the Please Stop Killing Us banner up in left field. Uh, the riot cops came, showed up and started shooting tear gas as we were leaving. So St. Louis is a shithole. There is, um, you know, there is some really, really cool ass things with that city, like Forest Park. And they have some like city museum and they have some things that are really awesome that like we don't have here in Minnesota. But dude, my sister, my sister lives in South St. Louis and driving like I, we haven't stayed at her house in, in a couple years. We used to stay with her all the time and I forgot how run down parts of South St. Louis are, dude. And there, there, there is some really, there, she lives in a really bad area and there, it's not like North will, where they will actually just shoot you, but like, man. It's, yeah, I'm not even worried about that. There's some bad areas. There's definitely some bad areas there. I mean, granted, her her friend's car, her friend got carjacked, like in front of her house, like to give you an idea of like her neighborhood. But um, carjackings you know, can happen anywhere. It, they can. It's funny, dude. No one in that part, like in that part of South, no one uses crosswalks, and it's so funny because. You'll be going down like King's Highway, right? And it's it's it says King's Highway. It's like a it's an urban road, um, four lanes, right? Two lanes each way. Right. Busy, busy as hell. Always fucking traffic on that road. Always. And and dudes will just walk across the street, and it's not like a normal metro area where they will wait till there's a gap in cars. They will only look one direction. So if cars from the left aren't coming, they will walk halfway across the street. 
And then they will stand in the middle of the road and wait for the cars on the right side to either stop or for a gap to be there for them. So all the time you're driving down the road and people are just randomly like in the middle of the road standing or like just or just not even giving a giving a shit at all and just slowly walking across the road and making cars stop for them because they're like, well, you know, you want to hit me, I'll sue you. (laughs) It's just it blows my mind dude every time i drive there like and i just see just everywhere people are just like "Eh, you know i get running across the street when there's no cars but just like randomly like casually walking across the street when there are cars is just crazy i think we could make this a weekly segment now potato thumb shits on cities we got akron last week st louis this week and evansville (laughs) today today was a today was a double uh a double shit post so yeah maybe maybe that's the thing man and that'll just it it justifies us traveling more you know i'll i'll just have to go out of town more to to shitty places in the united states so we can we can look down upon them and stub our noses i said stub (laughs) instead of snub yes yes you did but i bet you would be unpleasant to stub your nose it would be, it would be, but like, I, like I said, man, it is every city has its faults, dude. And there, there is some really cool shit there too. So like, I try not to let my experiences jade the way that I see the city because I have seen, you know, I've been, I've been going there since 2001. So I've been going there like 16 years, once or twice a year. So I've, there's some really cool stuff there, man. Like granted, yeah, there's. There's a lot of bad parts, but there's there's a lot of cool things too. So, my transmission blew out leaving St. Louis in 2001. The start of a love affair with that <laughs> of town. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> my alternator died the next time I was in that town. Uh, that was great. Different yeah. car, even. Um, so mercifully, this last time I was there, my car survived, which was good. We've had we've had multiple cars broken into on multiple Christmases for change, <laughs> like sitting in the in the cup holders and stuff. Like people had change out in their car or things in their car, and they just break into the car and steal a dollar's worth of change because it's... note to self: next time I visit Val, leave quarters on his dashboard. Yeah, but my area is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> leave quarters on his dashboard when we wander into the city. To find a new restaurant to eat at. If we went into a city, man, I wouldn't even I don't even park out in the open anymore. I was afraid to park on the street when I went down to <laughs> Virginia Highlands. And that's like a I guess it's like more of a wealthy area, but I had to find four Mercedes and like another Audi and I was like, Alright, this looks like a good street to park on. <laughs> like Wow, that's <laughs> funny, man. Yeah, you know, man, I wouldn't worry so much about that. Like I I like parallel parking. Because at least you know that you don't have to worry about people door dinging the crap out of your car when you park, like in a ramp or whatever. Like if I go downtown, I'd much rather park at a meter than park in a in a ramp because they take all the ramps in like Minneapolis and they they reduce the size so that if you park perfectly and the person next to you parks perfectly, you have to weigh about 90 pounds to get out of your car without touching their car. Um, but... You know, I don't know if you guys have this, but the one thing that you do have to worry about if you park on the street is uh, rogue tow trucks. Like, they'll they'll carjack you by just showing up with the tow truck and then just hooking up your car and pulling it away that way. 
Mm. And then they'll, yeah, we had that going for a while in, in, uh, in Minneapolis where they just, instead of trying to break into the car there, they just tow your car like (laughs) from the, from that spot, which is super risky, you know, and like not very, but I mean, people do it, man. I mean, that's a pretty smart idea though. Like you can't argue with the tow truck really. Like you just think they're a tow truck. Well, and you see a tow truck carrying a car with the alarm going off downtown. You don't think anything of it, right? Because someone was an idiot and parked where they shouldn't have. It's actually really smart. (laughs) I had a buddy in college who, when we walked home from the bars in Milwaukee, liked to freestyle walk on his way home. Oh, this sucks. Which involved running up and over cars that were parked in the middle of the street or on the side of the street. That's so bad. And, uh, yeah, that guy was great, though. I really enjoyed hanging <laughs> out with him. <laughs> Did almost kick through a door into a Buckethead concert as he was trying to break in one time. That was kind of amusing. <laughs> Ended up getting himself locked in an attic in the process of trying to break in. Nice. <laughs> because, obviously, the uh, the pull to a Buckethead concert meant that buying a ticket was out of the question. Right, right, right. Because you wouldn't want to spend like twenty to forty bucks on a buckethead ticket when you can just <laughs> climb in through a window into an attic in. and then try to kick through a door. <laughs> oh man, people are awesome. He's not a college guy. logic, man. It was a whole different time. I That's mean, so... you know, there's some to be said about that. There's there's very little logic when when you're in college. I think my favorite, like follow the leader story in college for us was we were walking back to our dorms after a night of drinking uh i had actually fallen through the ice into the lake earlier in there but because it was at the limnology building so warm water was pouring out under the ice so it was super thin but anyways we were coming back and we were at the top of this big hill Uh, i feel like the wait 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 i feel like the more important story here is why were you on the ice on a lake where warm water is pouring out into the well, lake. Well, I was a freshman, so I didn't know that that was the limnology building yet. Um, so we were just walking on the ice after we had all gotten drunk, walking downtown. Uh, and then I fell through, and it was waist deep. And I'm like, oh, well, this is probably going to be cold on the walk back, but we're fine. We'll shake it off. And we did. Uh-huh. So we're coming back, and we're at the top of the hill. And the guy at the front of the thing just uh, jumps and like slides down this hill in the snow. Uh, and we're all like, oh man, that looks fun. So we all followed him. We get to the bottom and we're all like, oh, that was fun. That was a great idea. The first guy who went didn't jump. He passed out and <laughs> slid down. <laughs> and the whole side of his face was red and raw from because his oh. face was on the snow as he went down and he got like snow rash burn on the side of his face. Man. And he woke up and he's like, oh, what happened? And we're like, uh, we thought you did something fun, so we all did it, but uh, your face is fucked up, man. <laughs> that was the end of the night. <laughs> wow. That's pretty awesome, man. <sighs> we did. <laughs> you know you know how um, parking ramps will push all their snow off to one side and yes. like typically create a pile? Yep. We had a parking ramp do that at the U of M, and... Uh, the pile was like two stories high and we were jumping off the second and fourth story onto the pile. 
Mm. And I, it, it wasn't hard packed snow, but it was not as soft as we imagined it would be. You know, because <laughs> because why would you be smart enough to go check out the snow that you're about to jump into before jumping into it? Why wouldn't you just go up the parking ramp and jump off? <laughs> you know, <laughs> thinking thinking that it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, college. Uh, I don't know, guys. That was that's fun. Fun times have been had. <laughs> so uh are you guys gonna show up on on thursday and make fun of me and the witcher when i mess up horribly oh i plan on being there the whole time awesome awesome I mean, rob's playing through it with you right it's gonna be on another screen yeah are, is that is that secretly what's happening making no. fun of me while playing <laughs> uh, i will be playing this time i'm gonna i'm gonna fire up the computer and have the xbox going so i can play while watching you and taunting Awesome. I uh, like it. Last time I was just sitting on my couch watching you and I uh, started laughing. Get, starting to get motion sickness because you couldn't handle the camera very well. Oh uh, my god, it was so bad. <laughs> and I held down that that sense, um your Witcher yep. sense or whatever it is for way too long. I was like, Oh, should I just walk around like this the whole time? No. No, no you, you should not. No. <laughs> you just tap it and move forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned. I learned. So, so. But yeah, cool. I, I can't wait. It'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of side missions and stuff, but we'll 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 get we'll get through. I wanna I wanna get on my weekly Witcher grind on on Twitch. So so excited to do that, man. Awesome. Anything else that you guys have tonight? Not much. I'm dreading going to work tomorrow. I'll tell you that. I know. <laughs> I've been off since 18th, dude. Have you? Oh, same here, man. Yeah, like two weeks of just like no sleep and just like having fun, and then I, have to like get up in the morning. I uh, I don't know if we had the same experience on our vacation, but we did both not have to work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to the dealer tomorrow to get a new tire, so then I'm going into work. So fuck both you guys. Hey, do yourself a favor and go to Tire Rack and look at what Tire Rack has. Like, go to the dealer to like online figure out what they sell go to tire rack find the price that they sell it for and then make the dealer pay that you that price i'm still covered so i'm gonna get it free oh okay well then never mind yeah uh but yeah it's super frustrating did you guys get road hazard as well with the vehicles because of the snow and everything as part of your protection plan when you buy the car my my fords came with something for a while but my insurance actually has that like my insurance yeah. has the toes and the like flat tires I don't really care about. I'll just I'll do it myself. Um but right. I get the toes and everything from from uh my insurance for free. Kinda like what AAA does. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I yep. have. I mean I could too, but it's more of a hassle. If I can just get into the dealer tomorrow morning and have him take care of it and sign on the dotted line and leave without having to pay anything, that's gonna be the least painful of it all. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I've used my my toes and stuff like that more on friends than I have myself, I think. Like, we had... I used one on my sister because she was younger than me and did not have good insurance. And she got a flat and I, I had her car towed somewhere for her. And then when we went on vacation, my buddy had a rental car. We were in Tahoe snowboarding. And he put the keys in his pocket and didn't zip up his pocket. So somewhere on the mountain, he lost his rental keys for his car. Oh. 
And they had to tow his car from Tahoe back to Reno, Nevada. So they had to tow it over a mountain pass. And can you imagine what that bill would have been? And I was like, dude, I got a free tow, man. So I just had a free tow for him. So I just hung out with him in the parking lot till tow truck showed up and they, they, uh, towed his car to reno nevada and granted he had to see i was not gonna sit in the tow truck all the way back to reno to get a rental car so i'm like dude you gotta sit with the tow truck guy i'm going back to the back to the house to drink beer and sit in the hot tub but <laughs> you know whatever he, he should still be coming to your house at least once a year and like cooking you dinner as a thank you for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so so yeah i don't know man they come in handy. They've they've come in handy for my friends and family, at least. Yeah, so while you guys are at work tomorrow morning, I'll be sitting at the dealer and then going into work later and nice. uh, working an extra long shift. I'll that be editing. Like... I'll be editing the podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> but I still have to work, so. Blah. Yeah, I have to figure out who my new boss is. My boss got changed. Oh, oh. Pretty sure they're still not in the office, so I get, you know, my work from home days. Nice. All willy nilly. Whenever I feel like if it's too cold outside, I'm just gonna work from home. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) It's too cold outside. It's gonna be a high of 12 tomorrow. They're like 10 degrees warmer than today. It's like, oh great, I'm happy about that. You have 12 tomorrow? I don't think I don't think we're rocking that yet. We're we got a shot at 12 tomorrow. Nice. Oh, yeah, we have 14. Nice. Wow, you guys are so happy for that stuff. It's like 19 degrees right now outside. Uh, <laughs> so, so the good part about 12 and 14 is you can be outside and you won't get frostbite in under 20 minutes uh, mm-hmm. on exposed skin, yeah, which man. is a big deal. Because when it's uh, 11 below and the wind chills in the the low 20s, high, or high 20s, low 30s, you can't be outside for more than like 15 minutes without worrying about actually doing damage. Yeah, I wouldn't even go outside. Like, it's going to be 34 here, and I'm just going to try to stay indoors as much as possible. Short weather. No, it's I'm either, not, dog. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm either going out for a bike ride or, or going out for a walk tomorrow. Do yep. something outside. Yep. All right. I think that about wraps it up, boys. Indeed. It was uh, It was fun tonight. Val, thanks for coming on, man. Always, man. Glad everyone had a safe New Year's, minus Rob. Glad he made it home safe, at least. Uh. I mean, he's fine. He just gave us an opportunity to make fun of him in Arby's. Oh, (laughs) God. I don't know how those Barely a Destiny Show folks are so pro-Arby's. Or is it just Ben? No, no, they're all anti-Arby's. Okay. Yeah, because, because Scare used to work there, and he said that roast beef comes in a liquid form before it's... Yeah, I thought Ben was still pro Arby's. No, I'm I'm still pro Arby's, dude. I don't uh, care if it comes in a liquid form. Give me some Arby's sauce. I mean, it's not like I eat it every day, man. I I get it like once every month or two, but I'm not gonna. I'm still not gonna hate on a roast beef sandwich with Arby's sauce and curly fries. Nope, never <laughs> eating there again. It was like immediate <laughs> stomach problems. I was like, well, shit. This is a disaster. You know what's funny? I've gotten food poisoning from Arby's at least twice in my life, and I've gotten food poisoning from Taco Bell four times in my <laughs> life, and I'll still eat at both of them. Medication, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, well, that's the proper <laughs> episode 24 of Potato Those Podcast. Thank you, everyone. All right. Bye, guys.
拜。